Well, hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Friends. I'm your host, your friend, and your sister in Christ, Georgia Brown. And truly, I am so glad that you're here for another faith-filled, fun conversation. If you and I have been friends for any amount of time, you know I love a good movie, especially a really good Christian movie. I love how our Savior can be put on display through the screen to share testimonies and stories of his faithfulness in people's lives. And so today, I have a new story, a new film to share with you. Today, we are hanging out with Willie and Corey Robertson as they share with us their new film about Willie's parents, Phil and Kay Robertson. And long before Phil Robertson became a reality TV star, he fell in love with Miss Kay and started a family. But his demons threatened to tear their lives apart. Set in the backwoods swamps of 1960s Louisiana, the blind shares never-before-revealed moments in Phil's life as he seeks to conquer the shame of his past, ultimately finding redemption in a very unlikely place. This stunning cinematic journey chronicles the love story that launched a dynasty, the turmoil that nearly brought it crashing down, and then the hope that rose from the ashes to create a foundation for the generations to come. Seriously, y'all, it goes further back than Duck Dynasty, more than a fun TV show that we have seen or a duck call that we have seen at Bass Pro. Let me tell you what, I am so grateful for their yes for this film, and I'm so excited to share a little bit of their heart of this film today on the episode, and I'm just pumped. I love you guys so much, and seriously, I pray that this episode meets you right where you're at, so let's just go ahead and dive right in. Well, Mr. Willie, Miss Corey, let me tell you what, I literally just finished the film and it is so good. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate That's it. That's so it encouraging. A lot of work for sure. Yeah. I can only imagine because this is totally different than just unscripted regular TV or live in your life. This was planned out. This was thought of truly with a script with actors with the whole nine yards. And what I love is you didn't cut any corners. This film is so well made and it drew me in the whole time. And what's so powerful is it is true. I love that at the very beginning, you don't even say based on a true story. It just says, this is a true story. This and is a true story. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that. That's right. Yeah. So actually, when we showed our kids, it was so fun to show our kids for the first time and also nerve wracking because, you know, you you work on something really hard and then you show your family. You're like, oh, no, I hope they like it. And the two things that they said, one, they were like zero cheese factor. It's real. really is like feels like a it's a it's a movie you know and um that was awesome and then the other thing they asked there were several of the stories that were in there that they had not heard you know from wow. our family stories and they said did that really happen is that true and we're like yeah that was true it really is you know the family the the way that we laid it out it's not just kind of one of those oh based on a true story loosely but it really is true and um it's our family story and it's we were really proud of how it turned out yeah, I think it's one of the concerns that I had was like, you watch Duck Dynasty, it's funny, it's humorous. You're seeing all the aftermath of this story, which if this story didn't happen, then you wouldn't have any of that. Uh, but there's not as much humor because it's just, it was tough. You know, it was a tough yeah. time for my parents and they could have went either way. And so uh, so I was like, oh man, but there just wasn't a way, you know, I think they, their life was just such in shambles at the time that, um, mm -hmm. that had no faith and really was 
pretty much over. Uh, the family unit was over. And so, um, so yeah, it's kind of, it'll be, I think, a little bit different to see, uh, especially the Robertsons like that. But it, hopefully you'll appreciate even more everything that's come out of that, you know, through the 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 television show dynasty but also everything you know with uh what sadie does all over and podcast and movies we've been on and so books we've written all that stuff has come out of you know this relationship staying together for sure i mean had they not stayed together i, I probably wouldn't have met Corey. you know uh, my whole life would have looked completely different and so we're so thankful for that Absolutely. I think you're right. It it really deepens it all the more because people see Sea Duck Dynasty and they see the glam. They see, you know, they go into a, a Bass Pro and they see the duck calls. They see all of the lights and the cameras and the action, but behind it is an even more powerful testimony of what the Lord has done. And I love the scene where it talks about, hey, you have to be born again. And for you, Mr. Willie, like you lived this out. This was your parents. Like, I can't imagine. Were there days on set where both of y'all were there that you were like, wow, like kind of taken aback. How did we get here or any healing or any more freedom that you found in just sharing this story during such a time as this? I think the story is very hard. You know, in Christianity, um, pretty much the nature uh, of all of Christianity is uh, your sins are forgiven. It's your past. Uh, God remembers them no more. So we've heard these phrases and have read them in the Bible. Um, and, uh, and even today, like, we want to move on, you know, we'll get stuck or we'll get triggered and all these things that, you know, we hear about the past. So when you go back and make a movie like this, I know how hard it was for mom and dad, because basically yeah. you're showing the darkest part of your life. And it just, I'm sure just everything, you know, you can feel that. And even us watching it, even though I couldn't remember because I was too young uh, to really remember any any of that. And so, but man, you can feel it and you're like, well, this is so hard. And so I know it was so hard for them. I'm so thankful that they allowed us to do it. And uh, because dad doesn't really go into details. He never has about his past. He just says, I was terrible. I was a heathen, you know, but he doesn't walk people through. And so I'm sure that was uh, very tough for them. And yes, we were watching the movie and uh, probably not as much on set because it's the way it's done. It's so like specific on one you know piece. But man, when you see it all come together, it was really difficult uh, to watch. But I'm thankful that, you know, I mean, one, I'm thankful because we know the, the good and how good God is and how he restored them. Um, uh, so I am so thankful that that uh, they allowed us to show that. Yeah. And there were definitely times on set where, you know, you'd look over and someone, you know, running a camera was wiping tears. And, you know, there were moments that really impacted the whole cast and crew That's and everybody. True. And then um, we actually, we had a couple of times where the family all kind of came together and we prayed over the film as mm -hmm. we were making it. And, you know, at a time of worship and one of the ones we, one of the times we showed that scene where you mentioned where he says, you've got to be born again. And, I mean, when it was done, there was not a dry eye. <laughs> Phil was crying. Kay was sitting beside me. She was like shaking, bawling. And, you know, to see it come to life on this on the screen is is hard. It's a different thing, you know, especially like I think for the boys to think, oh, that was my parents. And that was a tough time in their life, you know, to see that. But there's that scripture that said, God's power is made perfect in your weakness. His yeah. strength is his glory and his strength is shown through your weakness. And I think that, you know, we know that to be true, 
because it's not about like us or what we've done or anything and the dynasty or any of it. We've always said, you know, it's really not about us. It's really about pointing people to Jesus and showing what he did in our lives and what he can do in your life. We well. know it's true, but that's probably one of the hardest ones to actually yeah. get because <laughs> you don't want to be weak. You don't, you know, no, you no. so don't want to be there. And so you're like, it's so hard. I think that's so difficult uh, is to, is to actually live that out and, and realize what, you know, which I think that's probably why the scriptures in there. Cause it's like, this yeah. is where it's at. It's a, it's a backwards thing. It's not how strong you are. It's, it's in your weakness and the desperation that we all need for Jesus. And that's what this film really shows is the desperation that we need for him. And man, it says in his word too, that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. And so the fact that you are willing to get vulnerable and say, even though I don't even share this with my own family much of who I used to be, I'm going to now show the whole world and really this generation, hey, you are so in need of him. That really is laying down your life in such a way that says it it doesn't matter. Anything but him doesn't matter. I will bear my soul out on the screen in such a way that has never been shared before. And so I saw your sweet grandbaby in the film and, you know, this was filmed uh, about a year ago, right? So he's a lot bigger now. But to see your grandbaby, Phil and Kay's great-grandson, and now your children, your great-grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, my gosh, this generation, what is your, your hope and your prayer that they would take away from seeing this film? Well, my hope is that they would realize that there always is hope. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's not as desperate. I think in the times we live in, um, it's all set up, though, to be um, dire. It's all set up. And when I say it's all set up, like that's what sells the news we hear. It's always like everything is bad. And so and I think we get into this negative mindset and we just we really do we start losing hope we lose hope in our country we start losing hope in any of the values that we had and so uh my hope is that people realize there is hope uh the reason this was restored was not um it was solely based on uh a sister praying for her husband i mean praying for her brother uh begging a preacher to go share with him and that guy sharing the good news of Jesus Christ and a life was changed when he obeyed that um, and forgiveness from mom to keep the relationship together. That's it. That's the simplicity of it. And so it wasn't a bunch of programs. It wasn't something. It was just a simple message. And so and I think I think this next generation and the generations to come are desperately looking for that authenticity. They don't want to see everything buttoned up and, you know, uh, perhaps uh, even at church or whatever. It's like everything is great. And you're just uh, that blessings right around the corner. If you just, you know, with this, it's like now it's this is real life where, you know, we want to see authenticity of how do you overcome this? How do you how do you learn from this? I think that's what and hopefully Hopefully that will swing, you know, that will come back to where uh, they will, you know, really what they're seeking is what will actually be taught and given to them. There's a line in the film that I think is such an important moment for every generation, but also for this generation where Phil, after he's, you know, has turned his life around, which you know, spoiler alert there. It does happen in the film, you know, they become Christians. Wow. (laughs) Who knew if you didn't know that, 
But uh, there's a point where Phil says, um, you know, I had to come to the end of myself to find the beginning of God. Yeah. And I think that is so important because this generation, you know, like in the world today, we're saying like, oh, it's all about you and self-help and self this and self-esteem. And it's all about you and you do you and you find your truth and all this. But we know who are believers that like, no, it's actually coming to the end of ourselves. And finding the beginning of God, it's actually when we lay down our life, when we surrender ourselves, that's when we, when real life and the abundant life that God has for us actually begins. Mm. Amen. I just, I love that line. There's so many good quotes in the film. And so y'all need to go see it. I just have one final question. I know that I grew up in good old Bentonville, Arkansas, but we didn't do no hunting or nothing. But um, <laughs> the title here. The blind. Okay. Little old church girl in me was like, was blind, but now I see. But this has such more <laughs> meaning to it. The way that the film opens. Tell me about the title. How did y'all land on this title? Well, that's part of it. You, what you saying is part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, Phil was certainly blind. And that's really the the master thought of it is that yeah. he was just blinded by the world uh but also in uh in in hunting in the outdoors uh you want to get in or become blind to the uh animals that you're going after so uh in a duck blind that's what they call it and so but um but yeah so there's that as well and then the it's set kind of a lot of the narration is in the duck blind and so where he talks about his blindness so yeah there was several mm -hmm. several yeah so there. those who are not hunters if you're listening <laughs> that is called a duck blind yes. that they're sitting in so they're in a blind and phil was blind so yeah <laughs> it has a lot of meaning and um that you know that title our partner um zach dasher who's actually willie's cousin, cousin the partner in our production he's, company he's jan aunt jan's son and so That's it's so crazy. powerful for him to see his mom you know mm -hmm. uh being portrayed because she's no longer here. She passed away. Mm. And so, uh, but it was so huge. And she said, she told that preacher, if you convert Phil, he'll convert thousands. Now, how does she know that? How does she have any realization? Because at the time, like he, uh, it, it didn't even look like he was going to be converted, but somehow she knew she had that vision to know, which has been true, which it turned out to be true. That's powerful. Let me tell you what it, <laughs> It just goes to show us how important our story is. It doesn't mm -hmm. end with us. It begins with us when we say yes to him. And now look where y'all are. And here we all are. And on September 28th, the film will be in theaters everywhere. So where can we find out more about The Blind? Yep. We hope that you are there at the theater September 28th. So you can go to theblindmovie.com. And you can actually type in your city and find out what theater is close. And it is so important that you show up that weekend. You know, mm -hmm. that opening weekend makes a huge difference. And it just tells it's a statement. It's a statement, statement to the world. It's a statement to Hollywood. It's a, you know, it's a huge statement. We've seen that in other movies, Juice Revolution, um, the other movie that just came out, um, Sound of Freedom, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, that movie. And so, man, it makes a big wave. And so that's what makes more movies like this. So it's more than even just you seeing it, it's more the impact that believers can have when we come together. And movies is one of the few things that we actually can come together and go really? watch, you know. So we don't have to agree on all the doctrine and all this stuff would mm -hmm. separate us. We can actually go and say that was a good movie. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the kind of stuff we want to watch more like that. And we can sit around as believers and complain about like, 
oh, there's nothing to watch. There's nothing. Come on. Hollywood is not putting anything out there. But if we don't show up whenever things like this are out there and to say like, hey, this is the kind of film we want to see and bring a friend. It's such a great way to share the gospel with somebody through sitting in a theater together and watching a movie and it's going to spark conversation. We really believe it's going to be life-changing for people and for families and for legacies. And we're just really excited to, to see God do that. Absolutely. It's more than a movie. It's a movement and it's about the gospel of Jesus. And someone that may not come to a church on a Sunday morning may, you know, allow you to buy them a popcorn and a soda pop. So then as they leave and they hear those final words of Mr. Phil, the gospel is presented to them and lives are forever changed in a theater seat. So thank y'all for your yes. And I just love y'all so much. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll see you at the theaters. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, y'all, oh, seriously, The Blind is so good. I am so grateful for this film, and I pray that it touches your heart and the lives around you as well. So let's show up to the theaters. I love that Mr. Willie brought that up because we do have to make a stand. We do, because I'm going to be honest, I used to have one of those movie subscriptions where I could go see a bunch of movies during the week, and, you know, that was really fun, but then there was nothing good coming out. So I canceled my subscription because there was nothing worth me seeing. But now there are options out there for us to go and support. Like he said, Jesus Revolution, Sound of Freedom, and now The Blind. So I need your help. On September 28th, let's go out to the theaters with all of our people, maybe our small group, our church family, our friend group, that sweet significant other of ours. This is a film that really needs to be shared. If you ever loved Duck Dynasty, my gosh, let's hear the story behind that show. The heart that has made up the lives of Phil and Kay Robertson and now their children, their grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. So sweet friends, man oh man, no gone is too far gone. Like seriously, if you have breath, you have purpose, and my goodness gracious, if there are people in your life that you are praying for, for salvation, and you think that they are just too far gone, it is never too late. And so my prayer for you today, sweet friend, is that you would continue to pray, that you would continue to press in, that you would not grow weary, not grow faint, that you would keep pressing in and knowing that he never gave up on you. So don't ever give up on those around you. So before we go today, sweet friends, I would just be honored to pray for you. Lord God, I thank you so much for the sweet time that we had today with Willie and Corey. They are such beautiful lights for your kingdom. And I thank you for the light that they truly authentically shine. Because like they said, that's what we are hungry and thirsty for is authenticity. And that is what your word offers us. Your blood speaks a better word, God. I thank you that we overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I thank you for the testimony of Phil Robertson and truly how thousands are coming to know you. Lord, through the vulnerability of truly in our weakness, you are our strength. So for each and every friend, God, under the sound of my voice, I pray that they would know that it is in their weakness that you are made all the more strong, God, that we can yoke ourselves up to you, that your yoke is easy, your burden is light, and that you care so deeply about our stories, our our trials, our hurts, and you want to show up and show out. And so, God, may we surrender. May we surrender sooner than later, God. And may we realize that we are so in desperate need of you. 
We are so desperately in need of your saving amazing grace because it is my story. It is our story that we were blind, but now because of you, we see. And so God, for all of the people in our lives that are still blind, oh God, I pray that they would have eyes to see and ears to hear that truly the scales on their eyes would fall in Jesus' name, that they would have a radical, undeniable encounter with you. And I pray that we would be good living examples of who you are because, oh my heavens, Our life may be the only Bible that someone reads. And so what would they read? I pray that they would read of the goodness and the mercies that are chasing us down all the days of our lives, knowing that we love because you first loved us, God. And so I thank you. I thank you in advance for all of the lives that you are saving. And I just also pray, God, an increase of boldness over our lives to share the good news, to share it unashamedly with those around us because I don't ever want to look back with regret of thinking, I wish I would have said, I wish I would have done. And so may we just be bold knowing that tomorrow is not even promised. So may we live in the present and may we live fearless. All for your namesake, God. I thank you for this film. I pray that you would bless the blind abundantly. Thank you for the Robertson family and all what they are doing for the kingdom here on earth. And Lord, we love you. And I thank you for each and every friend under the sound of my voice. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Well, friends, thank you so much again for joining me in this episode. I cannot wait to go to the theater in just a couple of weeks. So make your plans now with your people. And seriously, I love you so much. You are so important to me. You really, really are this podcast, this community. Ooh, it has such a special place in my heart. So thank you for joining along in all the fun here on our little corner of the internet podcast and world. And I love you. And please, seriously, do not forget that there is a song on your heart. Only you can sing. Your voice is important. I'll see you next week. <laughs>